0: Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers.
1: Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 71 of Consignment Chats. How are you, Libby? Awesome. Uh, Great episode today, right? Roundtable? Roundtable. I have my hiking boots on. Are you ready? And why do you have your hiking boots on?
0: Well, today gonna... is about death piles. Mm, no,
1: today is about climbing, hiking that money mountain. We're hiking over that money mountain <laughs> and we are doing it with our friends in a round table discussion of dealing with those money mountains. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's go meet with them. Okay, welcome, Sea Chatters. This is our
0: roundtable discussion about death piles, <clears throat> money mountains,
1: as uh, put on your hiking boots. And let's get this party started. Love it. All right, we're going to start, guys, going around doing a quick introduction of everybody who you are, your business name. Let's start with Samantha. I am
2: Samantha from Sorting with Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Michelle.
3: Hutchins. <laughs> I'm Michelle uh, from Salvage Garden Consignment uh, up in PEI Canada. Welcome. Other Michelle.
4: I'm Michelle Naranjo from Shop Daisy Avenue.
5: Welcome, Michelle. Stewart. Hey, everyone. I'm Stuart from Franklin Hill Ventures.
1: Glad to have you. Tiffany. Tiffany from Tiffany's Treasures and Trinkets. Welcome. And Vicky. last but not least. Hi, I'm Vicki from Kid oh, okay. Stuff in DeKalb, Illinois. Welcome. God, so great to have everybody here. Libby, you want to get us started on some discussion about this uh, money mountain?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this is something we all, I think, struggle with. And I guess that's why we're all here, right? Um, how to best effectively handle this, what your goal is. I think probably the first thing we should do is set an intention. When we discussed on our episode last week about um, death piles, about money mountains, I came to the realization that I need a backlog. I need to have probably six weeks out because that is kind of my insurance policy if something happens. So as whereas before I was like, I got to catch up, I got to catch up. Uh, after that episode, I kind of changed my intention and my mindset to um, I need that all lined up in an organized manner. Um that being said, I still have to get through the stuff, right? <laughs> uh, so that's kind of where I am with mine. Um, if we want to just go around and uh, you can say what your what your challenge is with the piles or something. I would say let's start with our challenges. Oh, challenges. You know, we all have them. <laughs> so we'll go in the same order. Uh, Samantha.
2: So my biggest challenge doing everything from home is... When I get backed up, it's all over my house. And then my husband's mad. Everybody can see it. It's, it's just messy. And it makes the rest of the house feel really messy.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see where that's a struggle. Yeah, we're, gonna
0: get, we're definitely going to come up with some good solutions for that. <laughs>
3: yeah. so Michelle? I've, I have a storefront. Um, and I do have storage space. But what I find is that I take things in and then I have them in piles in my storage uh, for the clothes. Um, But I can't put them, I can't set them up until I'm ready to list them through my computer. And I can't do that until I have space on the floor. And I can't have space on the floor until I've rotated stuff off of the floor. So I just find like when I get overwhelmed, things just spiral out of control. And the storage space, my immediate uh, concern at the moment is the storage space is going to be used as a rental apartment for my, my dad when he comes to visit. So I kind of need that space back.
0: Oh wow. All right. That's that's challenging. That's and me. challenging. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Michelle, <laughs> how about
3: you? And Tiffany. <laughs>
4: Well, I, I think my struggle, I thought, was that um, I, I kept saying it was. I was having a really hard time getting around to actually measuring things. Like I was really good about cataloging as soon as I brought stuff in, but I was not actually measuring things. So I got some help, and she's been measuring things for me as and, start, and putting things in a catalog. I realized that my big bugaboo is that I go down rabbit holes when I go to photograph something. Um, I should be able just to pick the item up, take the pictures, put the pictures into the catalog and then move on. But I'll see like, because I'm doing like a lot of vintage clothing and then a lot of vintage hard goods, I'll pick an item up and I'll decide to research it right then.
0: Well, that and sounds th- really familiar, Molly.
4: And then um, I I go down this crazy rabbit hole where, you know, an hour later, I've... I've read everything I need to know about Nellie Grab, some 50s designer, but nobody needs to know that in the listing,
2: <laughs> right? Mm,
4: yeah. So I'm having to force myself to take the pictures, put it in, and then move on and leave that other part of, you know, a little bit of research for later and still meet my listing goals every day. Yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's a good one. Okay. Yeah.
5: Stuart? Yeah my biggest challenge probably is I used to have a really good system in place when I was smaller and I could handle when I was just doing thrift shops and garage sales and you know smaller estate sales had a pretty good system that my wife helped me set up you know we had shelves for all the incoming stuff and uh, you know we would process it move it to the active inventory areas but as we've grown the business and we've started doing more bulk buys and you know just People call us all the time now to come clean houses out. How to scale my processes of incoming stuff to match, you know, the, the scaling we're doing in the business is probably the biggest challenge. Because now we end up with, you know, it's just, in, you know, we try to like group piles. We have a pile from this clean out we did, a pile from this, you know, estate sale we went to, a pile from all the thrift shops we've done this week. And it's just a lot harder to keep up with now.
1: Sounds to me like you actually have a mountain range, not just a mountain.
5: <laughs> we do. We have the Rockies in one corner and the Smokies in another, so
0: <laughs> Who knew your logo was going to be just so fitting, right? Right?
1: I mean, <laughs> spot on there with the logo design. <laughs> I definitely I definitely
0: relate to everything you just said because I you know, very similar situation where I'll have groups of you know, it can be a thousand items come in from an estate or something like that. And how to effectively I'm getting there though. So I have some good tips.
2: (laughs) Samantha. Samantha? Yes. Another thing I have on top of that, when you get the multiple piles and you're getting backed up and they're in different parts of your house, my very helpful teenager and husband will try to clean your room or move things. And then I'm like, but I knew so-and-so stuff was in this corner and -and so-and-so stuff was in this corner and who's, yeah, and then I worry that things are getting mixed up.
0: Yeah, that's, that could be real tough. Yeah, real tough. yeah. Um, right. Tiffany.
2: Um,
6: I think my biggest challenge at the moment is that I have help now, but everyone's part time. So I'm part time. They're all part time. So. Where I'm doing more now every month, it's still kind of gets held up. Like I um, have a photographer and so she just takes tons of pictures in a weekend, but then we could spend the next three weeks just trying to work through those pictures. And meanwhile, she's come, she's come again and taken more. And so it just keeps backing up now. Now it's good to have the pictures done, but then the actual description writing and the listing and stuff is what someone else does. And that that's kind of been slow. And I just feel like I got the photography off my plate because I didn't like it. But now I think I'm going to have to delve more into the actual listing myself, which I didn't want to do either. But now I'm going to have to do that, too. So um, and but I did come up with a new system because I have so much coming in that I used to just keep it sort of in my head Well, I know that this sort of this pile came in before that pile or whatever. But now I've actually got things in bins or boxes or bags. And I take painter's tape and I tape it across them. And I write that person's name and the date it got dropped off. So I can I'm trying to do stuff by dates, but I still have older stuff that came in before I started doing the dates that I need to get through. And it's also hard feeling like this person came in with, you know, five bags of stuff. That's a lot of stuff, but I feel like I need to do other people's stuff too. So I usually do like 20 or 25 on one person. And then I go to another person. So I'm jumping around,
5: trying mm. to make
6: everybody happy. Mm. That's kind of where I am right now. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I have a whole room full. And when she, when I, my photographer first came and started taking pictures, I thought, oh my God, we're going to get through this room and then I'm going to have nothing. But it's not gonna happen. It keeps coming. It keeps coming. It yeah. And
0: I, I kind of wanna talk about like two different things here because I've I've tried out a couple a couple things that I thought may be time saving, right? So um I'm sure you can all relate to this, like you get a a consignment in, let's say, you know, a couple bags, boxes of things. And you're not going to get to it for four weeks or so. Do you just store it with that person's name on it, or do you go through it right then and there, re- get rid of the book you can't consign, and repackage it? Which was I thought was going to be way more efficient. It it didn't it didn't work. I found it's much more efficient, like we talked about last week. Uh, to touch that item and to keep in mind as you're going through the process to touch that item as few times as humanly possible. I was going to
1: interrupt you and say that goes <laughs> so against your your minimal touch rule if you do it that way. Uh-huh. I had to try it. I had to
0: try it. Um, I thought it was going to be my uh, cure-all, but it was absolutely not the cure-all. It actually made things much more uh, complicated because I was trying to make smaller boxes, right? And so the mountain looked smaller. It looked more <laughs> uh, approachable, but I, I just uh, didn't. It sounds like, um, particularly Samantha and Stuart, you guys, when you get things in, maybe that's kind of like an issue. Like, what do you do with them? Do you have, um, Samantha, it sounds like maybe you're limited on space. Stuart, I don't think you are. Um
5: let's see, I see we're gonna see if yeah. back to the screen i, I mean space is an issue to some extent because i mean i uh operate out of the house now we've got four kids throughout of the house so i mean i haven't completely taken over all the rooms but i do have you know some ability with the basement to uh but no, space is an issue, as it I'm sure it is for everybody.
0: Yeah. So, are you find it like what I found is what what I'm doing now, and this seems to be working? Is I'll get a consignment in, and I just literally go out to my barn and I put it in line. Like this is my first one. When a new one comes in, I put it behind that, and everything is just labeled. Uh, IKEA bags are my best friends uh, for soft goods and clothing. Uh, That seems to be working really well for me. Samantha, is there a place possibly you could
2: arrange something like that? We've been talking about redoing the basement a little bit. I have a Michigan basement, which means it's not finished and it's we have dehumidifiers and stuff down there. And I think if everything was at least like bagged and totes appropriately, Mm -hmm. that it could be better space. So I don't know. I don't think I would want incoming things, but I think I might move my listed inventory from my room down there. And then I could do other stuff. I'm just also super lazy. So walking all the way down to the basement to pull my orders every morning sounds terrible. (laughs) So I'm kind of procrastinating that. Okay. All right. Um,
0: So in the meantime, is there any kind of solution as far as like being able to line those items up in order so they're not occupying space and your family can't try to clean them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm working on trying to have a specific spot. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And um, Stuart, do you have anything to add for that? And then we're going to move on to kind of the next thing that has worked for you or hasn't worked for you. Oh, and I think Michelle has an idea I too.
5: Be to- <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I do at least try to make sure you know that I get everything in boxes or bins and label those because when I don't, you know, everybody I'm sure has done this. You go, oh, there's no way I'll forget where that came from, you yeah. know. And then you go back and you're like racking your brain at like what yard sale, what consign or what, you know, where did this come from? And I mean, and I will mention I probably don't do as much consignment as other people in the chat. I do some for mainly for other dealers that where I have boots uh, but uh, you know most of my stuff just stuff that I've acquired uh, and I do try to I will say like anything I'm consigning I'll move that to the front of my list because everything else is not time dependent because it's just stuff I've picked up
1: Yeah, I do that same thing Consigners come to the front of my sourced items for sure yeah,
4: yeah I, w- I was going to say pretty much what Stuart just said I, my consignment stuff also moves to the front and I can't but I try really hard to catalog everything that I acquire as it comes in because 90% of my stuff doesn't have price tags on it and I won't remember my cost of goods and I track my cost of goods very precisely so I have to have it in the catalog and then in bins and then I work by bin
0: okay all right well that's good all right so you're working on a bin system so you catalog it, then put it in the bin, and then okay, all right, and then Ooh. I'm s-
2: sorry, Samantha. I think that's the hard part about my cataloging process. Is once mine's cataloged, like it's listed, like my inventory gets photographed, and I hit save, and it's on my website. So that's the hard part. Like I, the minimal amount of touches. Is once I touch it, my whole process takes like two minutes just to list it. I just need to organize it beforehand. <laughs> right. I think that's
0: really great. I mean, it really forces you. I mean, from my perspective, that forces you to deal with it right then and there.
1: Well, and right. I have to say, I've done that same kind of thing, Samantha. I'm I'm backed up with these estates that I've talked about on several episodes. Um, but I still can't stop sourcing because it is a literal addiction. So I came back from vacation having sourced on my trail back to North Carolina. And right now, I have literally, yesterday and today, just been grabbing an item out of the bag, boom, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, because I'm not going to let it join the mountain. I'm just going to get all of the stuff knocked out in the next two days, get it listed, and then go back to where I was. Because eventually, as we all say, the ultimate is what comes in goes out, what comes in goes out. I mean, that's everybody's dream goal, is what comes in as soon as you get it the next day or two, it's where it needs to be. But reality, and we all know it because we're all living it, is that things happen. You get the random phone call with an estate or a business that's closing or three new consigners that want it now and you don't want to walk away. That's always going to come. So it's how do you get through. But Samantha, I, I like the, as soon as you touch it, just get it going. Because I'm bad about touching it, doing this, that, and the other, putting it on, and then later going, "Oh, I forgot I had these things to put up." I'm. It's loving- one of the few things we fight about, actually. Right? <laughs> I'm loving what I've been doing the last 24 hours. Like it's it's if I could flip this around and you could see what's around me right now, it's awesome. I mean, it looks messy, but I'm in my jam right now, and it'll be done <laughs> by tomorrow. So. That's
0: that's really cool. All right, so Tiffany and uh, Michelle of Salvage Garden have an interesting kind of uh, money mountain dilemma, right? Because theirs is more in the process; it's not in the incoming inventory. Your your backlog is more in the in the process. So Tiffany have the backlog of photographs, and Michelle, you need to get things off the floor so you can get new things on the floor. My. Yeah, so I've just
3: actually changed the end of my process. um, So that with the from the advice from the consignment chats community, um, I was um, offering for consigners to come and pick up their items at the end of the 90 days. Um, I've just switched that to say, listen, I'll let you know when your things are out on the floor instead. And if you want it back, you can come and pick it up yourself off of the racks. Um, Because I just found like that backup on the other end of it um, was causing so much of a backup on the front end, which is not great for anybody. Um, So I'm hopeful that that's going to help a little bit. It'll, It'll at the very least free up my time and space at the front of the store that is currently being used to kind of house items that people still need to pick up um but i don't know like i don't know in reality if it's going to change all that much of how i process things out but i hope so
1: <laughs> i hope it does too because i know yeah. that when we were in the storefront that pulling expired items is a huge time suck like it yeah. literally is such a time suck
3: well if people want their things back then i literally have to process every single item out because I don't know whose is whose, and so even if they want it donated, that's great. But I can't tell that until I've punched it back through the computer. So this way, I hope that it'll allow the people who do want to pick up their things to to do that. But also, I can just pull everything at the end and put it in
0: a bag and donate. Right? So
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that sounds that sounds like a really good solution. That sounds like a really good solution. Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> well, we all got our fingers crossed for that one. And I mean, that's, you know, that situation may be particular to you, but it would also apply to anybody that has a very limited amount of space, right? Because you need to, you know, look at ideas to kind of keep cycling that inventory through. I know Dana Crawford talked about, you know, sending things to thread up um, because she has a very limited amount of space or um, using, I don't know what she, the real real or just using different clearances auction, like just clearancing those items. So anybody that has a limited amount of space um, really needs to be thinking about that if you're pulling in more than you are sending out. Um, I haven't got there yet, but I'm getting close. (laughs) Uh, um, So Tiffany, photography, uh, that sounds like that is your sticking point here with your uh, processing your money mountain.
6: I I still have that handled now because I have somebody doing that so that's kind of saved me but I think
1: she means on the flip side of you have now too many photographs coming through and not enough. oh oh, 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 yeah 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 so so that's
0: kind of where you're getting the backup right they kind of like stack up all your photographs are there and you're not able to Right,
6: and and
0: um,
6: I mean, and we're not talking about finances, but finances. It's kind of killing me too, paying someone to do that. So, <laughs> I think that maybe a solution is to have her back off a little bit.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Lessen the time because, she comes.
6: Because honestly, I don't. I keep fighting with the thing that this is my business. I can go at my pace. I'm part time. My main helper is part time. We. Don't have to be doing, you know, a hundred listings a week. Like we can like, yeah, I don't know. I set these goals and then I'm like stressed out. So I think I need to like tell myself it's okay not to, not to strive for this because it's only, you can only do what we're physically possible, you know, physically capable of doing so.
0: Yeah. Or is there anything you can think of? Because even no matter what your goal is to set, if your photography is faster than your listing process, that means you're still storing those photographs. You're going back and you're touching the item. Like, is there anything to kind of even that out? Because unless it's listed, it's not going to sell, right? Or unless it's on the floor, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to sell. So you have this money mountain of photographs, right? right? Um. And I don't know process wise what, what you can do. Does anybody have any ideas?
2: I was going to say, I'd be interested to see a process for even just how, how you, she takes the photos and then gets them to you because even just having my daughter do it, she would put the photos on my computer and then I would try to run them through like photo room they were out of order the right measurements were weren't worth the right photo it was a lot more work on my end than her just taking the pictures and i didn't have time to deal with that process so she doesn't take pictures for me anymore she literally uses my phone to do it
6: but um but anyway um molly
1: go ahead go ahead You want to i was it? just gonna say to samantha like can you if your daughter's gonna help can you not have her on your listing app on your phone, open a draft and just put the pictures right in a draft. And that way that draft is saved with those photos. You just have a title like old Navy shirt, red old Navy shirt that you then later go back and fix.
2: I am usually working on my phone cause I do everything from uh, my phone. Gotcha. So I was trying to find something that she could do from her phone. Um, Also, I don't, I I feel like she would just mess something up at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too controlling. I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's just not there yet. (laughs)
1: You'll know know when you can. I mean,
0: like maybe uh, something you could have her do would be sort a consignment and batch it. Go through, make sure that um, like I have someone that will come in and they will organize my consignments. Make sure everything is labeled in the bag with the date on it. But they can go through and they can say, "Oh, this is stained. This is two pills. Um, this has a crack." This and and do at least that.
2: Yeah, she's been doing a little bit of that, and then um, I had a huge influx of shoes and stuff, so she was helping me clean those up and and look over those too. So
1: I it's something. Got that, Libby? Yeah. I like your idea of having somebody younger like that help batch too, like going through the consignment and putting all the shorts together, all the jeans together, because. Mm-hmm. We all know well, when you batch list something. You can do it so much faster. Yeah, and
2: she is so good. I mean, she's fourteen, almost fifteen. She's so good at going through and be like, "Mom, nobody is gonna buy this shirt. Like, that's yeah. not
1: <laughs> like." that's who you need for quality yep. control. You got a good
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those young eyes, remember the, the high school girls that used to work for us, yep. Molly, they would spot stuff we would never see yep. in a million years. I'm like, like what? our what? eyes just are not capable yes. of seeing that. Um, uh, Stuart, I actually have a, I have a question for you since you're a combination, since you do the antique malls and you sell a lot online, how do you, how do you manage that? Like from an income, from a money mountain perspective, like when you get stuff in, how do you decide what's going where?
5: I mean, just, I guess it's just come with experience. I mean, in, in general, you know, larger things that are harder to ship, you know, would automatically go to the, the malls. Uh, But I mean, I don't know that I really have a a process I could flowchart or explain very easily. It's really just come from, you know, the experience of doing it for a long time. You know, I will say that, um, you know, one of the ways I've tried to manage my money mountains is just by, you know, I mean, I've definitely, you know, scaled whether intentionally or unintentionally, the stuff coming in, I just have so much more stuff coming in. So you know, you've got to increase the funnel on the other side somehow, and and I think somebody mentioned it earlier, I never want it to be, like, just completely pass-through, because I always want to have some amount of mountain just for a rainy day, or, you know, you mm-hmm. never know when something like COVID's going to hit again, Yeah. Um, but, you know, I have, you know, I have tried to figure out how can I scale the other side where things are going out, and, you know, I added a new location, so I now have three locations um, that I can take stuff to, and, I just recently added a Whatnot account so I can do online auctions that way, um, have my first auction on May 17th, so excited and nervous at the same time, um, and, you know, like when I started using List perfectly just to go from just doing eBay to all these other platforms, so really just trying to scale it out way really to match the incoming has been, you know, a, a challenge, I guess, in of itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I am glad that you brought up whatnot because I think that's another good one for if you're limited on space and you want to clearance stuff. It seems like people have been fairly uh, successful there, like old stale inventory on whatnot, and just exploring avenues like that so that you can get new stuff in if you're again limited on space or uh, resources that way. Cool.
1: I'll be watching. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Libby, we are running low on time. I don't know if you can see that on your end, but we are.
3: All right.
0: (laughs) Well, let's wrap it up. Is there anything, any pressing concerns about uh, our Money Mountains that we haven't touched on or something as fodder for another episode? Everybody's problems are solved. They're going to hike up those money I mean, mountains. The money is
1: just going to be pouring in. It's going to be awesome. I mean, clearly everybody has their own situations. Some are similar, some are not, but it's, you know, we, figuring out what works for sure. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about, uh, because the one
0: thing that works for me is accountability. Um, For some reason, when I have to answer to somebody, that's why my office is now upstairs and not in my dining room is because I was accountable to you all. Um, But just to check in, maybe check in on the in the community and say, you know, here's what I'm struggling with, or look at the progress I've made, or what would you guys do with this, right? Yes, Michelle. I was just
3: that's a great point and I find like even with everything else sometimes it's great to take pictures of what you have to accomplish and just like get to it there's been days even this week where I uh I need to make this other thing and I'll make a reel or like a because I was so inspired from the other challenge as well like I've been trying to do more (laughs) and more of that um but like it's cool. You just put on a speed something, and you, and it does. You can do things quicker than you think you can. It's the it's the mental mindset of like, okay, I have to do it. But sometimes, if you're accountable to somebody, or if you take a before and after picture, or a speed up video of something, mm-hmm. then you kind of you have a purpose for it, mm-hmm. other than just getting those listings done. It's kind of a fun way to, to do that.
6: That's true. I've set some challenges up for myself. Like with shipping, I was always taking so long to ship because I do so much with the package that I was just taking hours to ship. And I said, you know, I'm going to cut this down. I'm going to be like no more than an hour a day. And I've really pushed through, even if I have 10 items, I'm going, I've pushed through and I've challenged myself every day to do it in less time.
0: I think that's great. And I want to add one more thing in here about, um, because what Tiffany said about like setting goals or unrealistic goals, make sure you have a goal in mind and write it down. If you don't have somebody to be accountable, pop it in the group. Like I really, go Samantha, (laughs) Um, pop it in the, like it is my goal to get through this money mountain, to hike up this money mountain by the end of the year or the end of the month or whatever it is, write it down put it in the group. And be accountable and set realistic goals for yourself.
1: And if it's easier to do smaller ones, look for somebody in our group for a daily accountability. I mean, Libby and I do that. She doesn't, I have to remind her how much she does that for me in the morning because we talk every morning with coffee and yeah, we'll talk about what are we doing today. And sometimes she'll go, I'm so overwhelmed. And I'll just say to her, So what are your goals? You know, what aside from your daily goals, like I'm going to list today. Okay, well, tell me how many, how many do you think we can get done today? And we'll both be like, all right, let's see if we can get 15 a piece done today. And then I know in the back of my head, as I'm running around doing stuff in the house and working, I'm going to answer to Libby later today. I better get that 15 done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right.
2: my, my 15 a day, I'm very intentional on in where it's coming from, too. I mean, we all have a certain consigners first and then this and then that, but I will get distracted easily. So my 15 are, have to come from this pile.
1: I like Ooh, that. very good tip I like good it tip. all right guys we're gonna wrap this up and um we'll be doing another round table soon and as libby mentioned before we'll be discussing this in more detail with more tips and tricks next week in our patreon group so yep thank, thank you, all you for, for your coming. time
3: wonderful <laughs> thank you hey, thank you all.
1: bye 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 how wonderful
0: was that awesome yes oh. We have the best community. Our Sea Chatters are go getters, doers, and problem solvers. Problem
1: solvers. Yes. Love I love that some of them had things in common that they were struggling with, and we had some that were polar opposite struggles.
0: Yeah. So um, I identified a lot with what Stuart said about the estates coming in and how the, the quantity of items can be a little overwhelming. And it looks like we do things similar, like put them, make sure everything is labeled because you won't remember it later. You won't believe me. We've all played that game. Absolutely right about that. We will not remember it later. Labeling is key. Um, And finding that space to, you know, line stuff up with a name and a date. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think Samantha is coming up with some ideas for how to best uh, sort her items before she um list them since they're you know taking over her house a little bit i think that we, happens it happens yeah it happens when you work at home it yeah. happens Then you got and, samantha in the storefront solving some problems i love it love it love yep it. yep so um yeah so michelle had a salvage garden had the interesting problem of having to get things out what i said samantha didn't i and i meant Michelle. Did I say Samantha? That's all right. Michelle of oh. Salvage Garden had a, had a different dilemma, as she needed to get things cycled out of the store to have room uh, for the incoming inventory. And she's put some things in place that were she interesting. Could, and I yeah. think I think she's going to be successful with that. It sounds oh, like so. she has a really good plan uh, for that. Too. And that's something a lot of people probably struggle with that have limited space. Like we talked about is you need to get the old stale out to make room for the new.
2: Yeah.
0: That's not something I practice because I don't have a need to do that. I don't have a space. I'm not approaching my space limit at this point, but I could see uh, how that, how happens. that would help a lot of people. Yeah. in deciding what stale
1: inventory for is. Sure. So if you guys enjoyed this part and you want to talk about it even more, as we mentioned in the roundtable, we have our Patreon group and we'll be meeting next week and we'll get more um, non-recorded, more tips and tricks, more detailed discussions about your business, stuff you might not, you know, put out there in recording. We get to really talk right like that's and hang out yeah, yeah.
0: Patreon. love it yeah so tell us a little bit about the Patreon because I think a lot of people probably
1: aren't so what Patreon is if you go to consignmentchats.com you can find the Patreon link there um we have different tiers that you can sign up for so our base tier is a five dollar a month tier no commitment time wise you can do it for a month you can do it for six months it's month to month That $5 gives you this meeting, this monthly meeting where we can come together and network with other businesses, other resellers, other consignment businesses, help each other through things like we're talking about now from the round table and and just tips, tricks, accountability, accountability. That's, yeah. that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's that we have other levels that do even more some one on one coaching and things mm-hmm. like that. So take a look if it's something you're interested in.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, we did it this way so that we could spend more time with each other and with you guys (laughs) and uh that allows it this patreon allows us uh, to do that because i think we really get some of our best ideas inspiration uh from from our peers from our sea chatters
6: yeah absolutely
0: oh 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 all right so we will discuss this uh in the meeting but we didn't get to michelle of shop daisy avenue we didn't get to address her issue Um, that she says she goes down the research rabbit hole and here we go. Listen for it. Here's your solution timer. I feel like I need a
1: background (laughs) right there. Timer set your
0: timer, set your timer. When you're doing research, it is so easy to go down that rabbit hole. And I mean, different things may need different times of research, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But set that timer. Be strict about it, and we do have some other uh, tips and tricks when that timer goes off that will help you um, avoid losing money or mispricing something. But we'll, you know, we'll we'll discuss that more in depth. Um, but
1: yeah good idea we love that timer yes. we love accountability there's yes. all these things we have our little different soap boxes we get on right <laughs> um so yeah love round table we got more round tables in the future got more episodes in the future if you have not already subscribed please do so we got- yeah because
0: we have an upcoming live
1: you better we,
0: we love our we love our live shows uh so yeah. click that bell and subscribe. If you click that bell on YouTube, it'll remind
1: you um, when we're coming live. So yeah, you don't you'll have get to miss anything. Great little reminder that it's happening and you'll go, Oh, Oh, the girls, I got to go hang with my girls. Yeah. Right? And
0: you can ask us some questions when we do the live, we open that Perfect. up. Um, yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I know, and remember when we first started lives, y'all, Libby did not look forward to them, but now she likes them. I was scared of them, but then I realized how
0: welcoming and nice our um, sea chatters are and our community, and I was like, this is, like, way too much fun, right? Yeah. Like, hanging out mm-hmm. with your
1: peeps. That's what you're yeah. doing. Absolutely. All right, so make sure you do that. Head over to consignment chats to get linked up to everywhere we are, everything we do, and until next week, Libby. Oh, Cheers!
0: Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.